You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. To keep the budget conversation going, I'm joined now by EOH CEO Stephen Van Collar. Stephen, uh, welcome. Uh, obviously, we're in a crisis. Basic services are under pressure. Local government has been hollowed out by cadre deployment and corruption is rampant. Uh, the public debt is a runaway train. Uh, we're paying away our current and future earnings to bondholders. And uh, as someone who's managed companies out of debt crises in the past, welcome. There's a similarity or two between a distressed company and a country. Hi, Michael. Um, yes, absolutely. I mean, that's why I wrote that article. It just suddenly hit me. You know, um, I thought when I got into EOH and we had lots of debt, it was just an obvious thing that the board and I would do was to try and pay it down. I mean, fortunately, we did it before COVID. We didn't know COVID was coming, but we've managed to manage it. But if you have a look, it's quite interesting, whether it's Darnoff, whether it's Tongart, whether it's Offenders, whether it's Aspen, whether it's Sassel, the boards have all made the same decision, is, you know, going into recession when you overgeared, we need to sell assets to protect the core business. And it was quite interesting when I correlate to that what the, the government was doing. Clearly, they needed to borrow more money to uh, save jobs and help people through COVID where it was you know, desperate, lots of people losing jobs. The problem with it is when you go into recession and you're increasing debt, exactly the wrong thing you you shouldn't be doing it and what's worse is is you're getting some dollar debt which you can't control the interest rates on at least uh, the the reserve bank has been able to bring the local debt rates down but uh, you can't bring your foreign borrowings down and so you end up paying more and more of your hard-earned cash to something that's not productive and eventually it just you get into this this debt spiral and so my advice was just having been through a very difficult crisis and having to sell some things I didn't want to sell, but it saved the business. And you get to a point where you can actually now start spending on innovation, spending on new business lines, spending on new products, hiring better people. And this, I just thought, was quite a simple solution for the government. It's tough and it's difficult, but you have to do it. Yeah, well, the, those those choices have been imposed uh, by years of making mistakes and, and the wrong choices and a global scenario uh, that no one could have foreseen in, in COVID-19. And that has certainly uh, brought many of these decisions that potentially were being kicked uh, uh, to touch and down the road right now into the immediate uh, present. When we look at another issue for business, Stephen, I was chatting to Professor Brian Cantor of Investing Wealth and Investment about this uh, the other day, and he just bemoans the cost of capital in, in South Africa. Uh, if you look at what you've got to hurdle in terms of a cost of capital, you've got you know, uh, your long bond rate at around 9%, call it, plus 5% for an e- equity risk premium. So for a business to justify uh, an investment in South Africa, they've got, to, they've got to hurdle 14%. You've only got to hurdle 6% in the developed world where you've got interest rates at around 1% or lower, plus your 5% equity premium. Surely government's got to be focusing on that issue and how it lowers the cost of capital for businesses to want to invest, to create the growth and the jobs that we so desperately need. 
I think that's exactly right. And, uh, Michael, I think this is where I don't think we've paid enough attention to the fact that a lot of the investment capital comes from offshore. And this is what you need to flow into the, the country. The reason why our cost of capital is so high is because we have this volatile inflation rate and we have low growth and we've got all the, the structural issues that we we haven't uh, you know, managed to sort out yet. And so the hurdle gets higher and um, then people don't invest so easy. Um, what's interesting with the low interest rates in, uh, in the uh, developed markets is people are investing more and more there. And you can see it just in places like Silicon Valley and the enormous amount of money that gets thrown at startups and anything like that because it's better than you know, um, putting it in the bank. Exactly. And this is the one message I think that uh, the, the president and the finance minister and the broader administration must really understand because it's uh, it's to get reforms that will bring the confidence that lowers that cost of capital. Right now, that cost of capital is high because bondholders are effectively saying, we don't really trust you to repay us over the medium term. What is the one thing that you'd like to see from the finance minister in that budget speech tomorrow uh, as a business leader, Stephen, that will give you confidence to invest in the South African economy? Well, the, the one thing that we have to do, or as it's um, um, one of our, our more um, successful businessmen in South Africa said to the president some time ago, he said, there's only three things I want, jobs, jobs, and jobs. So um, we have to do something to create jobs. We are not creating jobs. We are actually creating unemployment in this country. We, you know, um, they talk about the uh, one point, uh, or the one, or the one point eight million jobs that were lost in 2008. It took us near over 10 years to build those jobs back again. We just do not generate jobs fast enough, and so this cost of capital, the spending on interest rather than on investing in business, investing in infrastructure is killing us uh we need to change that paradigm and the only way you do that is first of all bring the costs down uh, bring the debt down so you've got more money you can spend in investing in the, in the economy and infrastructure and um, various things and then secondly you've got to do something to create jobs you've got to be positive about it it's it's investing in education it's uh, this so many things, investing just in, in broadband data so that people can learn online rather than having to travel to a school. I mean, COVID has taught us so much that uh, we, we just need to learn from and forget about the politics, run it as a business. And I mean, it's interesting that seven or eight businesses in the same problem made the same decision and yet the government in the same problem is not making the same decision and that can only be politics. Stephen Van Collar, CEO of EOH uh, with uh, a very cutting and uh, succinct analysis of what government needs to do and uh, where so far it has failed to take the brave decisions.